Hello and welcome to an APMP podcast from Quanta Training, uh, based upon the Body of Knowledge version 6. My name's Adam Montgomery. My name's Tim O'Connor. And today we're going to be talking about organisational structures. Um, so broadly, this is the way that different organisations approach projects and manage them within the context of that organisation. So let's have a quick look at the assessment criteria here. We need to differentiate between the types of organisation structures and then we need to uh, have a little look at the advantages and disadvantages of each of them. So Tim, do you want to start off by talking to us about the the three types of organisational structure first, um, what, what they are rather than the advantages and disadvantages? Yeah, the, there are three. There's functional, matrix and project. So functional means that the function or organisation, organisational department, has primacy over the project. And so it's usually characteristic of organisations that have fairly low maturity when it comes to recognising the need to deliver changes through project management. So if there was going to be a project manager, he or she would be on the outside looking in. Um, the work isn't really coordinated as you would expect and so it's just passed from one department to another and so there's no overall control so it's not a desirable um, structure at all but if you happen to be working in that then you know that the softer skills are going to be particularly important and you know that the, the profile of the project isn't particularly high so you might have to be battening all the way through it um, the extreme end of the three different types is a pure project Whereas if functional, the project manager has very little authority. In project, the project manager has full authority for the project. So he or she is in complete control of their team, um, other than having to report to the project sponsor. But they don't have to go through a live manager first when it comes to acquiring um, certain resources. So you've got a dedicated uh, team just focused purely on that. Yeah, it's kind of like a task force. You kind of think um, if say like a shop fitting company so recently um, Lloyd's TSB demerged and so as a consequence all the Lloyd's and TSB branches had to be rebranded within a fairly short period of time so you can think of the people involved in those projects would have been most typically in a project type organisation that they go from one shop rebrand it in a couple of days then the next then the next and the next and the next and so there are advantages to that in that the team is going to be quite cohesive everybody quickly understands what it is that they need to do but then there are disadvantages in that if that's all that you're doing for three, six, nine months, you become distant from the business, hmm. and also your tenure of employment might be tied to the duration of the contract. Hmm. So you know there's only going to be so many banks that have hmm. to be rebranded, and so people might start leaving the project early um, because they know the writing is on the wall, and they're going to try to get a contract of a greater length elsewhere. Okay. So one end of the spectrum, we got this side of a, a functional uh, environment where projects are really just dealt with within the functional department, so as I say quite immature, not necessarily even treated as distinct projects, becomes another task alignment you have to, to complete in their day jobs. Uh, the other end, we've got this idea of a dedicated project team um, with this single focus. Uh, what's in the middle? Well, the middle is the matrix. Um, so the idea of the matrix really is that if you could, like say, just drawing a matrix where you'd have your projects against different departments, ostensibly the project manager has the entire amount of resources in a department or in an organisation available to him or her um, but then that is going to be particularly challenging because 
it just means then that every individual working in the project has got two managers. There's the project manager and the line manager. And so which one has authority over certain matters must be made clear by the end of the definition phase if the project is going to be controlled properly. So there are three strengths of matrix, weak, balanced and strong. And those qualifiers are from the point of view of the project manager. So if you're working in a weak matrix, it means that the project manager is always going to be regarded as being secondary to the line manager. So the line manager may be able to pull resources away from the project and there's very little the project manager can do about it. If it's balanced, then there's been a fair bit of work involved early on in the life cycle, so concept going into definition, um, in which there is a degree of negotiation. And so the functions, the line managers are aware of the importance of the project um, and the project is aware of the fact that he or she can't just take resources away um, on an ad hoc fashion away from the, the the departments and so that's been worked out already and then the strong matrix is going to be strong from the point of view of the project manager in that there is still a line manager present but the project manager is going to be exclusively in charge when it comes to project matters and the line manager is still going to be there to do some of the more prosaic day-to-day -day things like performance appraisals and dealing with holiday requests and those kinds of things so the strong matrix really is the preferred structure of all of these from the point of view of the project manager okay so just to be really clear a matrix environment then is, is where people are working uh, on a project but they've also still got their, their day job responsibility yes. so okay good so they're the three structures and, and you, you talked about a few advantages and disadvantages um, of each and we'll, we'll just uh Make sure we clarify a couple of these. Um, the functional we mentioned it's not very, it's not very mature. Um, and what there is, some of the advantages, of course, you've got good job security, so the opposite of the project environment you mentioned there, uh, career development, great communication within the function itself. Of course, if you're working literally alongside these people or you've been with them for, for many years, communication should be good. <laughs> not not always, of course. Um, so so there are definitely advantages. A lot of technical expertise, uh, of course. Um, where, where would you say the disadvantages of a functional environment lie? You talked about the project manager not having much authority. I mean, yeah, if, so if indeed there is a project manager, yeah. really. So because functional is indicative of an organisation that has low maturity in project manager management, then it may well be that there isn't even a project manager. So the line manager who's in charge of um, the work being undertaken at one particular time is ostensibly in charge of the project as well. And so that just means you haven't got one person that you can get in touch with. So that just makes communication very difficult. Mm. Communication between the different departments isn't always going to be the best. Mm. So if one of the advantages is that communication within the department is okay, then it may not be great in between. And the function, the department, is typically always going to have superiority over the project. So if push comes to shove and work needs to be dropped, it's most likely the project that will suffer. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a big one for me, I think. The, the uh, project's like to be... Uh, less of a priority in that day-to-day -day work in the department. Okay, uh, so the matrix, but by now we do have a single point of contact. We, we've got a, a project manager, so that, that's a, a big advantage. Uh, we've got someone taking this uh, overall slightly wider perspective. Uh, as you mentioned, you can, you can draw resources in the project from across the organization as required. Um, you can share those, in fact, with, with other projects. So uh, it's quite an efficient use of uh, resources and I think probably why it's maybe, maybe the most widely adopted of the, the structures um, and uh, ultimately that means there's a balance there for the organisation between project and, and functional objectives um, I think uh, another one there for me is quite flexible so if the project shrinks or, or the project grows then you can just pull more people onto to, to the project 
there are problems though. There are problems in the matrix. Like <laughs> um, you, you've talked in other podcasts. You've talked about this idea of uh, conflict with line managers. So inevitably, of course, the, and, and I certainly had it here myself. You you want to do some kind of project, and so you you got the line manager say, oh, "I need three trainers or three IT developers, whatever it might be." And uh, the, the the first thing that usually comes about, of course, is that they're not available. So there's always going to be that 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 conflict with line managers, and potentially, of course, some. From from the workers, the team members' point of view, they're, they're potentially reporting into two people, uh, and and of course they can just start to feel overloaded if they've got both a day job to get on with, and your project work. Um, th- this can lead to quite a lot of pressure. Yes, <laughs> thanks for your contribution there. Um, so let's have a quick look then at the. Um, advantages and disadvantages of a project structure again you, you mentioned one or two of these uh, uh complete authority for the project manager you've got a dedicated team so i think that works very very well it's a big advantage uh strong team identity uh with, with just a single focus it should be really clear on what they've got to achieve um decision making within that context should be fairly straightforward and again the communication should be good and with everyone clear exactly about what their roles and responsibilities are um, I think the big one, the couple you mentioned, the big disadvantage, I think that, that sometimes a lack of job security you, when the project finishes, have you got a job to go to? Uh, and you certainly see this uh, in certain organisations. Um, and they, they can feel a little isolated maybe from the business. Um, if you've been embedded in a project for a few years, it, it tends to get a bit blinkered and people seem to start thinking that's the only thing that matters to the organisation. Um, I think the other one here is that project managers may have to get a bit more involved in the day-to-day administration and sort of HR type stuff if, if they're fully in charge of a, a team of people then they might have to start dealing with appraisals uh, holidays HR stuff that, that maybe as a project manager you've got enough to do without getting involved in that sort of stuff as well you just say yes again that's fine I concur good <laughs> all right so uh, there we go um, that was pro- project uh, organizational structures yeah, and, and just and just generally, just just to summarise, really, um, you need to have a good understanding prior to entering the delivery phase about mm-hmm. what the profile of the project is. So it's not to say that these structures are uniformly adopted across the organisation. It might just be that a project is considered to be important, but it's not something that is seen as being a priority. Mm-hmm. And so, as a consequence, you might just find yourself in a weak matrix. Yeah. Um, whereas others are more urgent and the more closely aligned with an objective set by a key figure in the organisation and so as a consequence that would warrant a strong matrix and so really it's not so much that people would say we're running this according to a weak matrix a strong matrix or whatever it is and you just need to work out that in the event of a conflict would the project's manager have the upper hand over the line manager or not yes and and if the answer to that is no then that's indicative of the fact that either you've been functional or a weak matrix Mm. if it's yes then you walk, you're going towards the other end of the scale. So a strong matrix going towards a pure project environment. Yeah, and that was a good point. Well made, I thought. And uh, this is, the, the you know, if I have a problem with this topic, it, it's precisely what you said at the end there, that the problem is this is language that very few people use. You hear the word matrix occasionally, but uh, other than that, you, you don't start a project and one says, uh, this is a, a, a project project or a, a functional project. Uh, so this is, it can feel a bit theoretical. But you're right, it's more about just understanding where your place is and, and therefore accepting this These this could lead to difficulties or not. Okay, thank you very much, Tim. Thank you, Adam. Always a pleasure.